Let's ride. When it comes to defending America, it is not enough to merely have an American presence in space. We must have American dominance in space. So important. Very importantly, I'm hereby directing the Department of Defense and Pentagon to immediately begin the process necessary to establish a space force as the sixth branch of the armed forces. That's a big statement. We are going to have the Air Force and we are going to have the Space Force, separate but equal. It is going to be something so important. General Dunford, if you would carry that assignment out, I would be very greatly honored also. Where's General Dunford? General? Got it? Let's go get it, General. But that's the importance that we give it. We're going to have the Space Force. That's crazy, right? Goddamn Space Force. What's up, man? No playing this right. Episode 34, man. Dream Shake, Hakeem Olajuwon. First and foremost, though, um, rest in peace to that man, uh, XXX Tentacion. He was shot and killed in Broward County, Florida today. Apparently a few minutes ago, I just got home and I opened up my phone and I saw that he was shot. And then a few minutes later, they said that that man was gone. Rest in peace. I didn't listen to his music much, but rest in peace to that man. I wish his family the best. It's a damn shame. Back to this, um, this Space Force. That I guess, man, I guess if that's what we're going to do with our money. Is we gonna focus on space? We got people starving in the states. I don't understand it. We already got five branches. I mean, I guess we just like fuck NASA, right? Is that not NASA's job? Is that not what the Air Force kind of helps with? I, I don't know for sure. I'm not a hundred percent, but I just I don't understand the um the need for it. And it, it seems like a lot of money being spent for whatever reason. But we'll we'll see how it works out. I'm just trying to figure out where they're going to pull from. Where are they going to get all these people from to form this new branch? How long is it going to take? And um, when do they expect it to actually uh, get off the ground? Because what I'm expecting is they're going to ask for people from different branches that are already in the military and then from there push to get youth. Because, I mean, that will be the that will be the smart part. They're going to hit the recruiting real hard. They're going to be in the high schools and everything. There's going to be a lot of promotion. I don't want to say propaganda, but there's going to be a lot of a lot of focused marketing for the type of people they want. A lot, a lot of heavy recruitment for officers. and It's going to be crazy if it, if it actually happens. Like, I don't know if it's going to actually happen, but from the way he's talking, you know him. Anything to waste your time, 2018, because 
we talking about this, but you're not going to talk about Paul Manafort being ordered to jail for witness tampering. That's your guy, right? That's the guy who paid for the Stormy Daniels situation. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about these kids being separated from their families at the border. That you could fix that shit with like a phone call, stroke of a pen. Because you want a goddamn wall. But well, we're going to talk about the Space Force. That's what we worked about. That's what we worked on. That's what we worried about. The fucking Space Force. And I understand like being in outer space. It has its advantages. Okay, cool. But what about the people here in the fucking country? You worried about the border and shit some days, and then the next day, you worried about space. You, you not focused nowhere. And it seems like distraction to me because you got employees quitting left and right. They about to start sending people to jail. You see your boy already in there now. So the shit that's going on, it just doesn't make sense to me. I'd rather focus on the immigration. If you're going to fix the law, fix it. Don't put it on the Democrats. The Democrats aren't saying... Hey, let's separate these families from their kids. And then saying it's being used as a deterrent. That's what uh, Lindsey Graham said. It's, used, it's supposed to be a deterrent. And while I understand and while I fully accept the fact that people coming here illegally, that is not cool. I understand the situation is fucked up. And I really, I really, really feel a soft spot for them. But I'm not about breaking the law. I wish there was another way for them to get here. I wish it wasn't as hard, but they are in the wrong, but just send them back as a collective if you're going to send them back. Don't separate the kids from the parents. That's just creating that's creating poverty. What are these kids going to do? Like, unless you're going to fast-track these kids into the Space Force, or you, why don't you offer their families positions in the Space Force? They don't have to be nothing crazy. They could be doing, they could work in a support role or some shit like that. It, do something, man. If you're going to if you don't just completely ignore an issue, then literally go leave the planet and go out of space when you can't control the border, but you want to control the worlds we have not yet discovered. It, just, it don't make sense to me. That's crazy. We we got to work on that first. Work on, work on getting the border straight. Like, I don't even give a shit if you get the wall, if you're going to stop separating people's families and shit. Like, that's worse. You want the wall, fine, but don't don't take the, the babies away from their parents. Cause I just see that as what what happened to black people, how they say they they removed the black father from the home, creating chaos in the black community. And shit just went bad. And Mexicans in some areas and by some people are already looked upon in a negative way. Which I don't really understand because I live around like 98% Mexicans, and my day is great every day. I have no issues at all. So I don't see what other people's issues are if you got these people in your house taking care of your kids, taking care of your lawn, taking care of your cars, doing all types of other shit, but you feel like you need to take their kids from it. And people support this shit. That's the crazy thing. People actually on support, like, oh, immigration, this, that, and the third. No, you only care when people don't look like you. And that's what I had to make myself realize. They don't care because they're old and they have money. The people making these decisions are probably closer to, them to retirement than most. They probably have funds set up for when they leave their job. They probably have other streams of income coming in. And their families, their families are set up for like a generation or two maybe. So they don't give a shit about the decisions being made because their name is in the media for a second and then it's gone. 
And that's what I think is going on with the Republicans. They were so much more vocal when Obama was in office. And there were so many more names being put out there on the Republican side of the House because they were constantly opposing things that Obama's doing. But with Trump in office, with Trump in office, it's a different situation. It's like the ultimate pick and roll. Everybody like to talk about the Warriors, how their game is. Yeah, it's like, this is like Stockton Malone pick and roll level. That's how crazy this is. Because what happens is, is Trump is setting the pick. And the Republicans are going behind him while he's garnering all the attention. And then they're getting all the deals they need done behind the facade of what's going on with the president. They're making all the moves behind the scenes. So instead of resisting him, what they've done is use him as a shield to deflect all the bullshit that will come their way as a means for them to get done what they want done. Now they can kind of try to bully the Democratic side without looking as much as the bad guy because it's, in my opinion, is why I think it's widely believed that this president is going to be a one-term president. I mean, if not chalk it up to insanity, it looks like he just got played over North Korea from what people are saying. Like, the, the North Koreans didn't really agree to shit. And you got us apparently agreeing to not have any more war games going on over there which other countries are saying is going to destabilize the region because we acted as a kind of like as a balancing act over there. We kept shit from getting out of hand because we were constantly present. We can't control that, but you want to control space. You can't control the backyard. You can't control the oceans, but you want to control space. We got to get our shit together, people. Our priorities are all fucked up. I do know this, though. I, I'm interested. I want to see what this space force is supposed to be all about. I don't think it's going to happen. Not like people think. I don't think it's going to be immediate like people may think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a slow build as if it even happens. As if they've done some type of analysis and weighed out the pros and cons or if he were just up there talking. Because now was a good time to distract because you got more shit popping up in the news about people that work with you going through shit. You throw something, yeah, Space Force. That shit's going to trend automatically. A new branch of the military. Oh, God, what's this going to be? And if it does happen, I think it's going to be like the Coast Guard. It's going to be very small, and they're probably going to be highly selective about the people they use to get in. But I definitely think if they do it, they should bring and maybe bring back some veterans, maybe pull, and they're going to have to definitely pull from the people that are already in the military. They're smart for leadership and organization purposes alone. But then somehow you got to fill the billets of the people that you just displaced. So we'll see. But focus on home first, man. Focus on getting these kids back with their families. And then focus on making sure we good on the um, on the strategic side of the, of the fight, if you get my meaning. Make sure we're good and we're positioning globally to be as effective as possible before you start trying to go into outer space, man. That's all I'm saying. I hope that makes sense. It seems like it should be crystal clear to focus on home before you focus on space, but... You got to think about who we talking about, or who I'm talking about. And uh, what else? Uh, I'm going to hit on sports real quick. I'm excited for the football season. I've been arguing with people online about basketball for the past few months about who's the greatest and this, that, and the third, and this Kevin Durant, this, Kevin Durant, that. Look, 
At the end of the day, if KD would have listened to everybody, everybody talking shit about him, KD would have been sitting at home with Russ with no goddamn rings. Let's just keep it a buck. So y'all can stop with the KD shit. The man is already gone to the Warriors, won two championships and two finals MVPs. He can't hate on the man. He can't because the man want the smoke. LeBron come up the court, KD on him. KD come up the court, LeBron somewhere the fuck else. He want the smoke. He wants the smoke. And with the news of Kawhi Leonard wanting out of, wanting out of uh, San Antonio, that's going to really shake shit up. And it may affect where LeBron goes. Because I'm pretty sure they could play together. I think it'd be, they'll, be, they'll compliment each other because I don't see Kawhi as ball dominant. And we all know LeBron James, I mean, like at 10% to his detriment, will give up the ball freely. But he's a really, really good, he fucking, he's a great facilitator of the ball. So I think if you could get them on the same team, that's, that's crazy. It just, it's just going to depend on what pieces they have around it. And um, I don't see how, if, if I'm LeBron, I'm like, listen, you want me to stay in Cleveland, go get Kawhi. Get rid of half of these guys. I wouldn't keep nobody but Larry Nance from the trades that were made. I'm getting rid of Clarkson. I'm getting rid of George Hill. Your biggest bargaining chip in that whole thing would probably be Rodney Hood because he showed what he can do when he finally got some fucking plans on. I'm getting all of them out of there, and then I'm trying to bring in Kawhi. And then maybe if I can get Chris Paul to come. Because that, that, I, would, that I would like to see, because Chris Paul impressed me. He, he had me thinking... You know what? Maybe these sportscasters don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Maybe the sports writers are wrong. Like, oh, Chris Ball's too dominant, too ball dominant, James Harden's ball dominant. They can't play together. Bullshit. They were wrong. Just like they are wrong when they said Kobe and um, not Kobe. Like, shit, just like even Kobe was wrong. He didn't think LeBron and um, D-Wade can play together. They got two rings. So we're going to see, man. I think it's going to be interesting. I just want to see where everybody lands. They got mock draft after mock draft coming out. I want to see where some of these guys go. Hopefully, we get somebody on the Bulls to help thicken up their roster and and help bolster us. I don't know what position they're going to draft. I don't think they're too happy with either uh, Levine or Dunn right now. So, I think if Trey Young is there, they'll take him. And I think they'll probably get a big if possible. I think they um I read something about I forgot his I don't forgot what school is it Mizzou. The light-skinned cat out of Mizzou, Michael Porter Jr. or something like that, and Trey Young, I think they were looking at. I'm not 100% that's his name, but he's like a a 6'10 forward. I want to say it's Mizzou. I could have the school fucked up. But I think the Bulls were looking at him and then maybe Trey Young because I'm pretty sure they got two picks in the first round. I, I sure should hope so. But it, it's going to be exciting they, if they go about doing things the right way. And I shit on them all season long because they deserved it by tanking and shit. But I want to see what they do with this draft, if they, took, if they could turn it around after having these guys together for a whole season or if they need to make some trades or whatever. But I'm definitely excited. Um, another basketball news uh, slash music news, the boy Jay-Z is the president of Puma, man. He's the president of the, the basketball division of Puma. I read an article, um, I want to say a couple of days ago, or maybe like a few sentences talking about how Puma wanted to get back 
into basketball, how they were targeting certain guys. And then the news broke today that Jay-Z is actually the president. I mean, that's a hell of a stamp. That's a hell of a, a name to throw out there when you're trying to attract young black men or young black athletes, period, to your brand. You, that Jay-Z card is a, is a motherfucker. That's going to attract people because one thing everybody knows that Jay-Z's done business well. He's made away from himself. He's had a clothesline before when he had uh, Rockaware. So he knows how to market and do shit. So it's it's going it's gonna to be cool to see these cats bring up a new brand and, and get shit cracking and do their thing, man. So congratulations to Jay-Z for that. Um, I, I want to see what the shoes look like. Hopefully none of these guys' shoes ain't trash. I really, really hope none of the shoes are trash. I think it would be a damn shame if Jay-Z attached to some sh- if Jay-Z attached himself to some shit and the shoes turned out to be garbage. So he's going to have to be uh, real, real careful to make sure that who's ever designing shit is doing a top-notch job, especially with Puma just jumping back into the basketball game. It's going to have to be a real a real home run. You can't afford to flop on this. Not with a name that big attached to it and not what you getting these young guys. I think it's going to take a superstar, though, to get the um, – to get the line jumping. If they can get a superstar to come over to them and, you know, possibly defect from one of the other big shoe companies and he got a dope shoe, I think it's really going to help out. Because even if you get these guys signed, that's well, even that you got these guys signed, that's cool, but he's, they're not household names yet. You get a household name to rock your shit and they do it in a legit way and they're balling and the shoe looks good, you're going to be straight. You're going to be straight for real. I'm I'm excited to see what he does, man. I I'm a huge fan of him and all he's and all he's done, all his business moves, music, whatever. I'm a huge fan of what he's done, so I can't wait to see what they come up with over there at Pullman. If they're nice, I might get myself some. I mean, you see what Kanye did with um his Adidas and his Nike line, so it's, I think it'd be cool to see what Jay Z can do as far as bringing the the talent to the company and them putting it all together and making a dope product. But we shall see. We shall see. Uh, keeping with sports, man. That boy T.O. ran a fofo. <laughs> he was out there with Julio Jones. And he even campaigning to get back into the league, man. And he got his ass out there running a goddamn fofo. That's incredible. A 4440 at his age is pretty goddamn good. So that lets you know he's been training, man. So somebody give T.O. a shot, man. Or if I'm T.O., I don't understand why niggas just don't be like, fuck it, man, I'm going to Canada. I'm not going to stay here and keep trying to go somewhere where they won't want me. I'm going to go to Canada and do my thing there, and I'm going to go on about my business. I just will never understand why dudes won't do that. But maybe it's a pride thing. Maybe it's because he's played at the top level in that league. He wants to go back. It's familiar. Maybe it's that, man. I'm not sure. Oh, well, fuck it. Also, World Cup, uh, Mexico apparently shocked the world by beating Germany. I'm not shocked because I see Mexican play soccer all the damn time, and I don't know that many Germans. So it didn't shock me, but, hey, I don't know shit about soccer. I did watch, though, and the first time I watched, I'm over there rooting for Nigeria because it was a part of my ancestry percentage. You know, so I'm rooting for Nigeria, and they fucking lost. Like, God damn it. But it's just the, it's the first few games, so I guess it don't really count. I don't know shit about the World Cup. But I'm trying to keep up, and I was like, I was pissed. I was pissed. The first game I sat there and tried to watch was an L. I was like, God damn it. 
but I'm going to stay tuned and I'm going to keep up with it and see if I can uh, learn something from it going forward and uh, be a better football fan, if you will. All right, and I'm going to jump right into this music, man. Uh, a lot of good music came out. A whole goddamn lot. A lot of good music. So I didn't really touch on it. It came out a few days ago. Well, not a few, like a week, a week or two ago. But currency, my man, Spitter Andretti, the homie, got a, a project out called The Marina. And he has a few features on there. Action Bronson, Styles P, uh, Smoke Dizzle. But I think my favorite track on there is a song he has with, with uh, Action Bronson. That's a, it's it's all you know. It's always the same. It's smooth. It's chilled. It's laid back. I really like uh, how he he stay the same, man. Currency. I feel like when he's rapping, he's telling me the truth. There's no reason to lie. There's no reason to to hype beat shit. It's just, hey man, I'm out here. I grind. I go on shows. I go do shows. I work my ass off, and I live a decent life. And I smoke and play a video game and hang with people. That's cool. I did. I could deal with that. That sound like a. <laughs> That sound like a guy I want to hang out with, man. But the song is Scare Up 38. That's the one featuring Action Bronson, man. But it's a real, it's a real laid-back project. If you know currency and you know how he gets down, it's it's the same old, same old good bag of dope. And so it's the same shit. Ain't nothing changed, but it's still good for you, man. So I would go check that out, definitely. Also, on the more lyrical side, my man Black Thought dropped the EP. Four, no, my bad. Five songs full of fire. Giving you a, a bar overload. You know, if you don't know who Black Thought is, go on YouTube and uh, type in, who was it? It was a DJ. It was one of them aggravating, it was one of them aggravating ass DJs who like to yell a lot. It was Funk Master Flex. Yeah, it was uh, Black Thought was on Funk Master Flex and he shut that bitch down. So if you're not familiar with the roots or Black Thought, YouTube, hit up YouTube and then put in Black Thought, Funk Master Flex Freestyle, and that shit should pop right on up. When I tell you he killed it, he destroyed it. Better than anybody who's been up there before. And this has been some heavyweights up there. We talking about Royster 59, we talking about Saha the Prince had a good one. It's a few guys been up there killing shit. His was um he so far I think Black Thought, he has the one. He has a super dope, a super, super dope showing up there. And uh, the best song, in my opinion, on the EP, I was going to go with Ninth First Thought, but I'm going to go with 215. 215 to me is the best one on there. Maybe it's because of the first song. I like I like intros. I like the first song. He came on. He set that bitch off. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm living up to expectations, man. It's you know, it's just what he does. Also, my boy J-Rock from TDE put out another album called Redemption. Real good album, man. Um, it's got about, it's got 13 songs on there. Uh, the King's Dead that was on uh, the Black Panther soundtrack is on there. He has a song with J. Cole. He has a song with Jeremiah. He has a song uh, called Redemption with Scissor. That might be the best song on the album, I think. It's the title track. It makes sense. Uh, I might go with Broke Plus Minus. I think that may be my favorite song on the album so far. I haven't had a chance to listen to it a whole lot because there's been a bunch of music coming out. And I, I like to be able to actually like 
rotate the album a few times before I say I listen to it, listen to it. But I had to keep running a couple of the songs back because I kept getting interrupted. But I think uh, Broke Plus Minus is my favorite song. It's number 10 on the album. So check that out, J-Rock Redemption. Pretty good. It's, it's, it's gritty. You know, it's that J-Rock shit. But it's got more bounce to it, man. It's got... This is probably his... I don't want to say his best work, but it's... Uh, I think this is the the album where he's getting closer to finding the sound he needs to be able to go back between that Nickerson Gardens and for him to be on the radio, if that makes sense. I think this album has the most appeal. I like 90059. I thought that was a pretty good album. This may be better. I got to listen to it a few more times. But, uh, you know, J-Rock is kind of, you know, just dark in the shadows that that grizzly band man he come out there and he get you but he got a few songs on there man tap out for the ladies uh it's gonna be it's i think it's gonna do well for him man i i like what he did with it and uh hopefully more people listen to him and, and realize tde is more than just kendrick and uh schoolboy q and scissor ab soul is a beast isaiah rashad is a beast they got a they got a stable over there that'll tear you up they're going to have to respect all the TDE and not just the really, really big names. But I think uh, that J-Rock did very well with this album. And I hope you guys go check it out. Also, uh, Nasir came out. Nas's album. There were some technical difficulties with the release. I don't know what happened. I don't know if Nas was trolling people or whatever. But that shit was supposed to come out at midnight. My boy him like, yo, Nas album out, but it's not out. My boy Bombay, I was like, what? He said it's out, but it's not out. In so many words, I had to go look that shit up. And it finally was uh, able to be downloaded and streamed. And I don't know if it was just something they were doing to check the interest level. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's fucking Nas. Nas could put out another album tomorrow, and that shit gonna be gold. He did this with no promotion or whatever. Just off the strength of his name. And it's a pretty good album. Seven songs, you know, like uh, Kanye's been doing with all the albums he's been working on. But it's, it's like I say, seven songs is just hey, that's that's right on. That's right on. You don't need ten, fifteen songs if you got seven songs and you know all seven are good. Maybe five of them are fire. You don't need ten songs. I'm 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 satisfied with that. Just give me enough and give me some quality. And I don't give a shit how many songs are on the project. Just make sure the music is good. That's all I really ask for. Right now, I haven't listened to the whole lot because I've been listening to other music, like I said. But I think my track on here I like the most is Bonjour. It's number four on the album, so go check that out. Nasir by Nas. It's really good. Also, uh, who else came out? I don't think I talked about Kid See Ghost. That's the album that um, Kanye and Kid Gutty did together. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Yeah, he's doing his thing with these albums, man. I'm not going to front. Yeah, he's a... Uh, you know, he's shutting a lot of shit up. He's shutting a lot of shit up, shutting a lot of people down. Everybody was talking shit about Kanye till these goddamn albums came out. Everybody's just a little bit quiet. A little bit quiet. But yeah, I want to say my favorite song on that album is... I actually got to go look at it. What was my favorite song? I think it's got Kid Cudi in the title. Um, But you you know when you get a... a um, a project for now, what it's going to be, for the most part. It's going to be a lot of them damn mm's, <laughs> but it's going to be 
more music than just straight hip hop. I wouldn't, I don't even know what genre I would put this in, honestly, because of how they, you know, how they make music. But um, I think it's called Cutty Montage or something. I'm trying to open it up right now, my bad. But uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty good album. It's one of those, for me, it's something I could cut on in the background and just let go and let that motherfucker ride while I'm doing whatever, while I'm on the sticks, while I'm in the house. Cutty Montage may be the one I'm talking about. I think that's the one. Or it might be Free. I like Free's dope, too. Free's pretty good. I don't know. Either one of them songs. But, yeah, man, it's a... Hey, man, um, it's a pretty good goddamn album, man. If you want to just let it rock. Much like Kanye's. Because Kanye West's album is good, too. I think I like... uh, I think I like Ghost Town on his album the most. Again, seven songs, man. Just enough, man. That's all you need. And then, you know, of course, Pusha's album came out earlier... Are you seven songs? If you're gonna give me seven seven songs, right? On what is this, three or four albums or four albums and damn near all seven of them dope, that's a win for the summer. That's definitely a win for the summertime, man. I think Kanye just won June. Depending on what if Drake come out <laughs> with another diss track, if he lets that shit out. Apparently, you know, Jay Prince shut that shit down. But um yeah, Kanye West won the summer, man. I don't give a fuck. How you go about it? He won the summer. For real. Because he put out four albums. I produced all the tracks on four albums. About 28 songs. So far, I think Tiana Taylor still got to come out. And most of them shits is real, real good, man. All of them are real good. So we'll see. And then on a, on a, on the sneak, on the sneak, Jay-Z and Beyonce put an album out. And that album's fucking good. And I, I think it's great. And... And the biggest thing about it that I that I like about it is that they're on just about every song together. And then on the last song they kinda of talk about their issues, which I think is I think it's pretty uh it's pretty bold of them to do it. Even though everybody knows they had shit going on, I still think it's pretty bold to actually do an album together and then air that shit out on there. And I'm guessing that's part of their therapy. More power to them if it's gonna help them stay together, hey, do what you gotta do. But it's a real good album. It's an album you can listen to with your old lady or whatever. And I'm not like the biggest Beyonce fan. I have nothing against her. I think she's a great artist. I just don't, I don't buy Beyonce music. I'm a, I'm more of a rap dude. But I do think the album is good. I think it's well done. And I like how they gave everybody credit on there. Because not everybody has features. And it may be because I, I use Tidal. I'm a music snob. I'm a definitely a, a proud Tidal user. But you can go to track info. And it'll give you the credits from people who wrote the song, who made the beat, who recorded, who engineered. And you'll see all the names on there. I'm not going to give it away, of course. You know, for the sake of giving it away, I guess it will be considered spoilers. But if you ever listen to it, yeah, just listen to it. This is, I want to say it's about nine songs. It's about nine songs. So it's, it's, it's not hard to listen to. Pretty good music, man. So check it out. I think that's everything that came out. Oh, what, one more thing came out. And it's old, but it's, it's old, but it's good. And that's a 1999 Joy Badass put it out on streaming services. Apparently it wasn't before, but he put it back out. And it's there. Boom. And that's basically all I got for music, except for this this uh, situation with this um this young man, XXXTentacion. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I don't mean to put no put no tanginess on it if I'm, that's what I'm doing, but... It's sad, man. This guy was 20, 20 years old, maybe twenty one. I'm not too familiar with the kid. I know he was, 
he was going through some shit. I think he said at some point he was kind of stepping away from music. And I don't listen to his music, but I listen to like a lot of podcasts. I know Joe Button was talking about him a while back and he talked about how he liked the kid. And um, I've heard about how his music, it was, uh, I guess he kind of does the sing-songy type of sh- shit that's really popular right about now. But apparently it's supposed to be good. I just never really listened to him. Because I'm one of them guys, I like to judge people off their interviews. If I've never heard your music, if I can see that you were on social media, you had like a video out, or if I can judge in your interview, that's what that's what I'm going to do if I'm yet to hear your music. Because that's when I feel like I see the real person. Maybe I'm just a rap nerd or whatever, but that's when I, I get to see the real person. Like I was going, I was already the shit on Lil Pump. Then I seen this interview he did with J. Cole, and my man was barely putting sentences together. And I was like, I can't shit on this guy. He, He's still a baby. And with this kid, Tentacion, like, I, I didn't really get to see none of that stuff from him. I remember at some point he shaved his eyebrows and there was some controversy about him, some girl or whatever, just all types of craziness. And I looked at my phone, like I said a little while ago, and it turned out this man got shot and killed in Florida. But I will say this, and this is not to, to speak badly on his name, but when you run around and you... You say certain things and you, and you and you say these words to people, thinking that you could be a troll on the internet and it's not gonna catch up with you. That shit can get you killed. I think he been he had been jumped before or somebody he was the dude ski master slump guy who he's supposed to be cool with. I think he got he had got jumped before. I know when he was out in San Diego, that it was it was thought that he was knocked out on stage by Rob Stone. I don't know who did it. Now I don't know if it was Rob Stone. But Tentacion XXX, however you said, he did get knocked out on stage in San Diego. He did have some issues. He's had issues with, with a bunch of different people. So it's not like this incident is outlandish. Is it sad? Is it tragic? Absolutely. Somebody lost their life. Somebody who was probably generating funds and feeding people. Somebody who our, our troubled youth probably looked up to. Because you know how it is with every artist, once they gain a certain amount of a notoriety, people come out the woodwork like, yeah, like I was listening to this song, and it, you know, it helped me out through my time or whatever. And I don't know what type of music he makes, but I'm assuming there's something in there that was clinging, that was I was sticking with these teenagers, and they were they were feeling what he was saying. And unfortunately, you know, he, he ended up passing away. But it's, it just goes to show, man, like you have to watch what you say to these people. Because all that internet troll, purple hair shit, rainbow hair shit, may be cool when you're on the internet and people can't touch you, but everybody ain't with that rainbow haired bullshit. And the one person I hope is paying attention to this shit is that boy Takashi 69 because, like, the the dude X, he, I don't think he was out there like this kid is. He might have said some shit and been, you know, speaking his mind and bold in his words, but he wasn't like this dude Takashi. This guy is talking a bunch of shit and then showing up to where people say he shouldn't showing up with a bunch of fucking people and then dipping before that can catch him. I feel like it's going to catch up to him one day and it's probably going to be one of his own people because that's just how shit works out. But I, I hope he was paying attention and I applaud Chief Keith for what I think he's doing and for him not really engaging with uh, this dude Takashi because he's... I think what I heard him say is like, man, we 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 passed that. I mean, we we noticed the fucking police. We know you the police, cause all you want for us, to, 
all you want for us to happen is we get up and go try to do something to you, and all that shit's online. It's all evidence. Next thing you know, we in jail. Because I believe Chief Keith and his people have been through bullshit like that before. Especially going up in Chicago. You know how fucked up it is out there. So the last thing they want to do is fall for a trap. They say reckless shit online. And then, boom, you got evidence to use against them if something happened to this kid. So I think they're doing the right thing by ignoring it. And Takashi doing stupid shit. He's out here taking this man, baby mother, shopping at the Gucci store and shit, buying and stuff like that's That's the dumbest shit in the world. You know how fucking crazy you look? One... She looked busted. Not to be disrespectful, but listen, Chief Keith made a mistake early in life getting with that girl. Maybe she did something for him that I don't understand right now, but he made a mistake in life getting with that girl. She looked like hot garbage, right? Sorry. That's just how I feel. And two, her character is like, why would you even spend money on somebody like that? And then three, why are you spending money to embarrass, to, I guess, embarrass somebody else? That shit don't get you no points. Like, 50 did that shit years ago to Ross. He did that shit years ago to Ross. And now you got this shit on camera. You feeling on this bum chick, and she talking about how he don't do shit for his kid or whatever. Then what, Hopefully you got him on child support. He making some type of money, right? Hopefully he's, at least he may be on the fucking future plan where he don't really do shit for his child. He just provides. I don't know. That was a real... Stupid move. Like, why would you spend money to bring some to bring a chick somewhere, only for you to be spending your money on it? If I'm Chief Keith, I'm like, thank you. You got that bitch out of my hair for a minute. Like, and I hate to say to say that about this girl, but like, if you out there with a dude shitting on my name, telling people that I'm not a good father, then hey, man, that's that's where we at. And your son, uh, his son or his daughter, whoever, whatever kind of kid he got, is is gonna find out about this shit one day. That you went out there and publicly shit on your father, on the father of uh, your kid for a, a Gucci pouch. That you probably ain't got no money to put in that motherfucker. That's where we at, man. That's where we at in the world. So I really hope that uh, X was paying, not, not X, but 6ix9ine was paying attention to what happened to X. Because he was popping shit and talking stuff with a lot of people early in his very short career. In the beginning, he was talking a lot of shit, getting into a lot of altercations with people. And... It took a while. His career cooled down. And uh, it wasn't the first one after he said some shit. It wasn't the second month, but it took like a year or so. And all that shit finally caught up with him. So Takashi's on the clock. He keep bringing that energy his way. Who knows what's going to happen. But I'm, I just I feel it. And I, like I, I'm sorry, but I feel like it's going to happen. I don't mean to wish nothing bad on nobody, but you can only direct. Your, that energy out, you know, uh, so much before it comes back and hurt somebody either close to you, somebody you love, or put your ass in jail because the moves that are being made are not intelligent moves. You're already not getting booked for shows. You, the most popular artist in New York, you can't even perform at fucking Summer Jam. They ban you. But you the king of New York, you can't perform at fucking Summer Jam. Goddamn dummy. And on that note... I'm done with this episode, man. Sorry I got it to y'all late. Nah, fuck that. I'm not sorry. I was enjoying my Father's Day. Y'all will be all right. Um, but yeah, man, no playing this ride. If you want to hit me up, if you don't like what I said, it's all good. Listen again next time. Maybe you'll like it. But no playing this ride at gmail.com. If you want to holler at me, all over case, no play 247 on Twitter. 
capital N, lowercase O, capital P, L-A-Y, no play 247 on Twitter, no play in this ride Facebook page, no play in this ride on YouTube, Google Play, Stitcher, Tumblr, and somewhere else. And as you know, it's available on iTunes, but yeah, man, hit me up, holla at me, let me know how you feeling, what I'm doing. Help me market this more towards you. What do you want me to talk about? If you got any topics, ideas, whatever, let me know. Boom. As always, make tomorrow a better day than today and learn something tomorrow you didn't learn today. Peace.